Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Paul Douglas, Chris Tubbs producing. We are trying to peel away this onion, uh, the implications of today's Supreme Court ruling. The New York Times has an interesting nugget. I want to share this. Didn't get this on Facebook. Got it from the New York Times. Publicly, former President Donald Trump heralded the Supreme Court ruling ending federal abortion protections as a victory. Uh, And then it goes on to say, Mr. Trump has privately told friends and advisors the ruling will be, quote, bad for Republicans. Uh, One Republican I've kept in touch with over the years is Representative Jim Nash, the assistant minority leader here in the great state of Minnesota. Jim, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Paul, and thanks for having me over the years. I I believe you said uh, today is your last show, but thank you for having me on over the the years. It's been great. Absolutely. I appreciate your perspective. Your reaction to today's decision, uh, what is your reaction going forward? Yeah, I'd say that it's... uh, It is a very important day. It's a a day where the message of um, life matters. And it's a it's a decision that will save a lot of unborn lives, um, but I think there's just there's more to talk about here. I think that I, I think there's some rhetoric out there that has confused some people. Um, I, I think some some top line messaging that I think is very important uh, to recognize is um, right now the U.S. is one of eight countries in the world that. Uh, allows abortion up until viability, and that's 21 to 22 weeks. I think right now, 74, 75% of all countries around the world limit abortions after 12 weeks. And that Roe v. Wade allowed an entire nation to permit late-term abortions uh, in one of six countries. And of those six, that includes China and North Korea, for abortion on demand up until the ninth month of pregnancy. Um, I, I, I certainly don't think and don't want to have Minnesota viewers think that really, sadly, much is going to change here in the state of Minnesota because uh, Doe v. Gomez does stay in place here in the state of Minnesota. But I think the most interesting piece of this, from my perspective, is that... This is really an exercise in the Tenth Amendment. And for those that uh, basically the Tenth Amendment in the Constitution of the U.S. says that powers that are not delegated to the, the U.S. Uh, Congress or uh, in, by the Constitution nor prohibited by the states are reserved for the states. So this pushes it back. And if you read the decision, it pushes it back to the individual states. So this doesn't outlaw abortions. It puts it back into the state legislatures around the country so that those legislators like myself 
will be making decisions as to what happens in their state. Uh, if I remember correctly, even Justice, the late uh, Justice Bader Ginsburg had talked about how uh, Roe v. Wade was a little heavy-handed in that regard and that it, it circumvented the voice of the state legislatures. So what would you say, we have about 30 seconds, um, what would you say to yeah. people who are disappointed by today, today's decision? It seems like we have two Americas, certainly uh, when it comes to this topic, uh, this subject, it's pretty black and white. You're pro-choice, you're pro-life, not too many people in the middle. But what would you say to people who are despondent today, Jim? Well, I'd say for folks listening in Minnesota, um, once again, Dovi Gomez stays in place, but that um, it is important to remember that this is a state's decision and okay. that the people who are elected to the state legislatures, who are their voices in the legislature, are the ones that are making these decisions. And uh, it is a very important issue. For me, I've been pro-life since I was very young. You know, I was still in elementary school and I recognized that it was something that I believed deeply in. And there are a lot of deep, hard-felt beliefs. Um, I think that from my perspective, we should talk about these things um, and we should reason through these things and we should talk about why is it a state's decision instead of a, a U.S. Supreme Court decision, because that's really the crux of the matter that is that came up today. It was pushed back down right. to the state's that's the conversation we should be having. And I think that there is, a, for me, it's a great victory. Um, but the conversation should be had um, by people on both sides of the issue as to why is it back to the states right now? And those are the conversations that are getting framed to move forward. Assistant Minority Leader, Representative Jim Nash. Thank you so much for joining us, Jim, and uh, appreciate your input today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Jim. Representative Jim Nash. When we come back, a representative from Pro-Choice Minnesota, Maggie Meyer, is going to have her perspective, her reaction to today's monumental news coming out of the Supreme Court. That's next on CCO. David and David. Right? I think. I can remember. You are correct. Yes, I I figured maybe it was a typo. Yeah, David and David. I figured it was a typo because sometimes things going to shock you maybe aren't spelled properly or labeled properly yeah but when it said david and david Shocked. i you know i she, figured maybe david just wanted to see his dj just wanted to see his maybe it's a harrigan joseph you know no, no collaboration one of my favorite tunes the boomtown so um more reaction to today's decision from the supreme court and i'll tell you what um You ask 20 people, you're going to get 20 different opinions of what just happened. But today, the Supreme Court kicked things back to the states, eliminating the constitutional right to obtain an abortion that has been in place. It has been precedent for 49 years. It began with Roe v. Wade. So we've been talking to a lot of people, getting a lot of different perspectives. And right now, it's my pleasure to introduce on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Maggie Meyer. With Pro-Choice Minnesota, she is the executive director. Maggie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. What What was your reaction to today's news from the Supreme Court? Um, so, first of all, uh, at Pro-Choice Minnesota and across the reproductive rights movement, 
Um, we've seen this coming for a couple of years. And I think my mom put it best for as prepared as we were, you know, had statements pulled together, um, clinics uh, have been kind of figuring out how they're going to handle caseloads. Um, you're never quite ready. Um, and so in Minnesota, we're going to see likely for like a 400% increase in patients coming into the state to receive care. Um, so we, because all of the states um, around us in the upper Midwest will lose access to legal abortion, will kind of be the island of access. Um, so we're not super surprised, but it did feel like a gut punch. Maggie, what advice would you have for, for women and not just women, I mean, anybody listening right now in terms of the implications, uh, do you worry about what may happen in the future in Minnesota uh, in terms of taking away women's rights to choose here? Is that something that keeps you up at night, or are you fairly confident that we will be that place where women can still get reproductive services? I, so there is a court case from the 90s called Doe versus Gomez, uh, a Minnesota Supreme Court case that uh, names the right to an abortion as a constitutional right in the state. So I'm not nervous that abortion and reproductive rights or access to um, contraception would be lost anytime immediately. Um, but elections feel really big and really important right now. Like this year we have... Um, all of the constitutional offices, the governor's up for election, the AG, secretary of state, um, and then both houses or both chambers of the legislature. And right now we don't have a pro-choice majority in either chamber of the legislature. Um, so things feel uh, safe for now, but we're going to learn a lot about what the future could look like in November. Maggie, what would you say to people who really believe Strongly, they have very strong convictions, religious or otherwise, that an unborn child also has rights. What What would you say to them? And again, don't want this to go off the deep end and become contentious, but I hear that often. It's that, you know, we're not, when we talk about choice, you're choosing for two people, not just one. But what would you say to people who bring that up or what have you said in response in the past? Yeah, so I usually like to go past the point of the decision, right? Because pregnancy is always a, a time-sensitive piece of our healthcare, no matter what the outcome of the pregnancy is. Um, and I like to move into the um, kind of area around, like, well, people are choosing it, and, like, what what does that experience look like um, for someone? Like, should it be safe and free from harassment and free from judgment? Um, but also kind of thinking through more around the right to um, choose when to become a parent and kind of flipping things so that we're not talking about the results of a pregnancy, but rather the pregnant person um, to, to pivot and uh, hopefully build some uh some empathy with the people who uh, might need an abortion for whatever reason it is. One of the comments we got on the text line here is that some of the same people who refused vaccines with basically the reaction, hey, it's my body, my choice. Some of those same people are now applauding this decision. Is there a disconnect here? Um, How would you address that? 
there's a major disconnect. I, so our organization is a an or, endorsing organization, so we do choose um, candidates to support based on their stance on choice and um, and reproductive health. And the uh, disconnect feels somewhat astounding to me, um, especially around masking. Uh, that feels like a really, really contentious space that people um, who are anti-abortion tend to also be anti-masking. I think there is, with the, the through line that I see is that folks are making decisions on what they believe based on disinformation um, or a lack of understanding of healthcare science. Um, and so a lot of times it'll be because somebody doesn't believe in the science around coronavirus, um, but they also don't understand the, how pregnancy works and like what uh, the female anatomy looks like during pregnancy. And so there's a bunch of assumptions being made about what a human body does in reaction to um pregnancy or, or getting sick uh, and just kind of a, a lack of desire to question um, their own lack of information. Maggie Meyer, on this contentious day, I, I appreciate you coming on Pro-Choice Minnesota. Thank you for weighing in and uh, best wishes in the future. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. You bet. You know who I, I suspect has an opinion on this? She tends to be shy, but sometimes I can get her out of her shell. There's this woman. She's an amazing woman and a radio co-host. Her name is Jordana Green. Uh, She's feisty, and I I think some of the feistiness is back. Let's hear what Jor has to say about all this and how she's doing, first and foremost, when we come back on CCO. She's got legs. Here's Jordana Green. (laughs) Hello, so, my friend. It just worked out that way. Hey, Jor, um, the last Paul and Jordana show today, and I miss I you know. more than ever, my friend. I know. And what a day you've had. My God, you've had so much breaking news. Take me now, Lord. So Take me now. <laughs> and I'm so sorry that I haven't been available to help you or be with you. You've done an incredible job. Of course, you don't need me. But um, I've been listening, and you've been sounding great. And um, I only wish that I was strong enough to be with you the whole show. Jor, I'm just glad that you're getting better and that the future is bright. I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous of Adam. He gets to work with you starting on Monday, but he's amazing. I've been an Adam Carter fan for a long time, and I know the two of you, the chemistry, the dynamic is going to be amazing. So I will be tuned in, and I hope listeners tune in because uh, – Thank you. I think it's it's going to be incredible. Hey, I have to ask, because you tend to have opinions, and sometimes we disagree. We do so respectfully on the air and off the air. But mm-hmm. what was your reaction to today's news from the Supreme Court? Um, it was not shock at all, but um, still just utter devastation. The fact that we are going back on women's reproductive rights, the fact that Women will not have autonomy over their own bodies. The fact that there are trigger laws that currently now have stopped abortion in states where women may have scheduled one for today or for tomorrow. Um, I'm sad. I'm devastated. I wish I was strong enough and healthy enough to be out among some of the protesters because I would take my daughters. Um, So we are going backwards on women's reproductive rights in this country. And that is devastating to anyone um, with a uterus. 
anyone who can give birth, anyone who cares about anyone with a uterus. Um, and it's just, it's just devastating for me. So anyone who loves um, a woman or loves somebody who has given birth, I think it should be devastating for everybody across the country. And hopefully this can be rectified. And now I know that we leave things up to the states. We have to vote. It's more important than ever that we um, know who our local legislators are, know what they will fight for, know what their interests are, who there is in their ear lobbying and um, how they will choose to protect women in the future. And I'm grateful I live in Minnesota. I'm grateful we have a governor and local legislators that have said they will protect women's reproductive rights and the ability to choose for themselves and have autonomy over their body. So it makes me even more grateful for the state of Minnesota today. Jor, last question. How are you doing? I I sense, I know it's been a a rocky, well, year and a half, almost two years. Yes. But things are getting better. You feel better. You were home last night. Are you back in Rochester? And what's the prognosis? What comes next? Well, this was a treat. The doctor said to Mark and I, as we were in the hospital yesterday, hey, do you want the day off tomorrow? Which was meaning today. And we looked at each other. We're like, yes, which means I don't have to get blood work and we didn't have to check in. So what we did, we hopped in the car. We came home to the two of our kids that are home and um, spent the night in our own bed. Spent my first night for 37 nights. Wow. In my own bed last night. So that was incredible. Saw the dog for the first time in 37 nights. I've seen the kids. They've been to visit me. but um, And the two kids that I have at home, Marley's at camp, but Maddox and Ruby are at home. Uh, they canceled their plans and sort of just hung out with me today. Babysat me, took me on some walks, watched TV with me. And Mark and I are, are doing our best to... Um, to have our little vacation last as long as we can because we're going to, I made Shabbos dinner for the kids. So the four of us are going to have dinner together and then Mark and I are going to drive back to Rochester tonight. So it's been such a treat to be with the kids and the dog and, and uh, be in my own space, but, but back to Rochester tonight. You so get it's to, been amazing. To, and, and how am I? I yeah. am getting slowly better every day. Thank you, God. Getting slowly better every day. So um, I know there'll be some setbacks in the future, which we're planning for, but um, I hope to be joining Adam for at least an hour on Monday. It's just really bad timing for me. I wish I was stronger, but I have to surrender to the process and um, let healing take its course. Yeah, I mean, the last couple of years have been a reminder, God tapping us on the shoulder. You have the illusion of control. None of us have control. And you got like a triple dose of that between the pandemic and leukemia. I'm just amazed that you've been able to contribute as much as you have, and and you've been very authentic in sharing your journey. And you will always be one of my favorite people on the planet, Jor. That will not change. I had a chance to work with you, God, when was that, 10, 11 years ago when we launched that crazy new national weather channel, Weather Nation. And I'm like, wow, this... uh, this gal has it together, and I have you no know what? regrets. You were a great boss. You were a great boss then, and you have been a great partner ever since. And I have zero regrets, Paul. And um, you are just my favorite partner ever. And I will miss you every single day, even though you're still going to be on every show on WCCO Radio. So I won't have time to miss you that much. But um, and I'm still coming to the cabin with the kids. We're all still going jet oh, yeah. together. Absolutely. But um, I just want to thank you for everything you poured into our show all of the good vibes that we we shared with the folks on the air, the hard times that we went through together with them, and your constant and enduring friendship and support. And um, you are my, my on-air husband. You are our true partner, and I'm so grateful for you. I got lucky twice. 
two amazing women, my real wife and my work wife, both from New Jersey. What are the odds of that? I mean, Funny. it was preordained. Yeah. Jersey girl. Mm-hmm, you're you're mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, don't slow down. Uh, pray for you every night. And uh, I know a lot Thank of people you. do. And uh, we are so glad that you're on the comeback trail, Jor. And uh, yeah, I'll be in touch. I'll be doing sports now on the station uh, every right. hour. That's Very right. excited about that. I'll be listening. They'll be short. I'll be listening. Yes. They'll be short sportscasts. <laughs> I'll be listening. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jor. God bless you, and say hi to Mark and your amazing kids, and uh, we'll be in touch, all right? We love you. You're the best. You're the best. Shabbat shalom, my friend. Shabbat shalom, because I am 27% Ashkenazi Jew, and I keep keep telling Jor, I'm a Jew for Jesus. I'm a light Jew. All right. When we come back, like it or not, one final rant, a few closing thoughts when we come back on CCO. appropriate uh, to say goodbye. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm going to be on the station. I'll be, I'm handcuffed to the Doppler. They let me, you know, bathroom breaks and anyway, I'm going to be covering weather for CCO and I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm also going to have some time to spend with my seventh and last company. I sold a company, Chris, back in January to a company from Finland and Ever since then, I I was kind of thinking, you know, there might be an appropriate time to dial things back a notch or two. And I I was and am worried about Jordana. I didn't want to do anything that would leave her in the lurch or or add to everything that's on her plate right now. Yeah, so, you you mentioned that to me several times that when you know when all of these changes came down and, and you wanted to make sure that your number one priority was not you. It, it was her with everything that she had gone through. And, and I mean, this is a very selfish and narcissistic business. Like there are a lot of people that just care about themselves. And when you're done with that day part or that partnership or whatever, done, done. It's like you didn't even exist. I don't I, I get a genuine sense of friendship between you two and and I mean it's it's just so hard in this business when you have that genuine connection and especially when maybe you don't agree on everything and you don't see eye to eye. That mutual respect, Paul, it's hard to come by and especially in today's day and age. You just don't see it. Yeah. No Jordana is like a sister and um I'm just glad there's a, a place for her here at CCO going forward, and she's going to be amazing with Adam. So I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah, if if you don't mind, um, I know we've been taking text messages about Roe v. Wade and everything. We've also had people that have been weighing in on the text line, and I know that you don't want me to read this. Must you? But yeah. I'm going to turn off your microphone just if I have the to. bad ones. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> too many to mention. Yeah. Uh, somebody I said, knew Paul. It. I'm uh, I'm going to congratulate you on setting your sights on fulfilling everything. Uh, uh, I wish I had a way to give back to you everything that you, you've given to me. Best to you, Elizabeth. Uh, somebody else, I agree with Tim Lammers, Hall of Fame for Paul. 
Uh, hey, Paul, this hmm. is Wolf. Just wanted to say you've been my weather hero since 86. You save lives and have enriched Minnesota with weather science and your quirky and awesome personality. You've done an awesome job in your life, and I hope you taking over the linchpin seat. Well done, Wolf. Uh, you'll continue his stargazing spots that he used to do. Thank you, Paul, for enriching my life and Minnesota's life as well. Uh, right back, I'm chasing the beer truck. Thank um, you, Wolf. Very been, nice. Been I a pleasure that. to listen to you, and uh, just a lot to. And people also thanking you uh, for sharing your dad. Uh, they treasure his stories, and uh, they're appreciate uh, appreciative of the memories. So. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff in the banter that people are going to miss with you and Jor. Well, I'll still be around. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Chris, for, for sharing the good ones. Um, <laughs> hey, look, it. I'm not going to drag this out too long, just long enough. It has been an honor hanging out with you for five years on this legendary station I grew up listening to. Sitting in this seat for three hours every afternoon with Jordana. But, uh well, okay, Jor, Jor had her own seat. That would have been awkward. We had two seats, two microphones. It's been a while since we've been together in the studio. And look, it's been a crazy time to be on talk radio, juggling pandemics and riots and wars and insurrections. I want to thank all of you for weighing in with your thoughts and opinions. And I want to thank a long line of experts for coming on our show to help navigate through these convulsions of breaking news with perspective and context. And again, I, I want to thank my 91-year-old pop, Falker, for sharing his remarkable stories and reminding us why we can never forget the lessons of history. Unlike me, he is a gifted storyteller. I wish I had his memory, too. Cicio gave me the runway, the time to share his stories from World War II Germany and the lessons he brought with him to America. Look, my take, and I'm biased, I did the TV thing, radio is tougher. I, I think there will always be a place for talk radio, and specifically, News Talk 830. You made us think, and you made us laugh. My best moments on the air were spent talking with good people doing amazing things. We always hear about the bad Jor and I go back and forth. I continue to believe that most people are fundamentally good. That's one of my takeaways from this nonstop merry-go-round of mayhem. In spite of the darkness, the light, the good, always prevails. Uh, mistakes were made. Chris, we, we all make mistakes. It's part of the human condition. As a weatherman, I've made way more mistakes than the average human being. But as a meteorologist, that's how you learn. You don't learn out of a textbook. You make a mistake, you figure it out, you try not to make the same mistake again. It's the only way you're going to get better. Embrace your inner failure because shame... Look, the shame is not in failing. The shame is in not trying. Somebody way smarter than me once said, In your wounds lie your gifts, and in your failures lie your opportunities. My advice, wear your failures like medals. Get out of your bubble. Try new things. Don't be content with status quo. Ignore the naysayers. Keep the blinders on. When you fail, and if you try anything worthwhile, you will stumble and fail. Don't just fail. Fail forward. Learn, reload, pivot. Try again. Go in a different direction. Fail again. Fail better. 
And if you keep failing, if you keep putting yourself out there taking calculated risks, you will eventually surprise yourself and succeed. Maybe even beyond your wildest dreams. Look, my my friend and radio co-host for the last five years, Jordana Green, is in the middle of the biggest fight of her life, recovering from a bone marrow transplant in her ongoing treatment for leukemia. For Jor, success means staying alive to fight another day. Failure, not an option. When I gripe about something stupid or trivial, I remember what Jor is going through and the immense courage it took for her to talk about this on the air. Thank you for lifting her up. Please keep Jordana in your prayers. I'm still going to be on the radio babbling about Doppler radar, chatting up the European model. I'll still be wrong a lot, but that comes with a turf. It's not for lack of effort. We really do try to get it right. I tell people, look, I'm not stepping out. I'm just stepping back to focus on my first true love, Mother Nature. She's a feisty one. I'm going to be tracking daily weather for CCO Radio, spending more time on my seventh and last weather company, Predictix, down in Eden Prairie. Seven companies is quite enough. Like many of you, I want to spend more time with my family, my friends, see the world, scratch that travel itch. Our sunrises and sunsets on this planet are numbered. Life is precious, way too short. Recently, somebody said, hey, Polly D, you can always make more money. You can't make more time. He's right. And look, I'm a naive optimist. We live in a great country with great people. We are all pretty much the same. Similar hopes, fears, and aspirations for ourselves and our kids. There's more that unites us than divides us. Remember that. You're not going to hear that on CNN or Fox News, but it's true. We all want the same things. In spite of all the problems and challenges we're facing, things will get better. In your own way, try to be part of the solution. I will try to do the same. I wish you health, happiness, and prosperity. In that order... The next chapter in Afternoon Drive on CCO starts Monday. And I know you're going to welcome Jason to Russia with open arms. There is life after television. In fact, it gets better. I predict he is going to breathe new life into this station and into Afternoon Drive. Jason's humor, his wit, his intelligence, his curiosity are infectious. It's going to be amazing. Wait for it. On behalf of Jordana and DJ and Chris Tubbs, thank you. Thank you for coming along for the ride. And yes, the last few years have been a wild ride for all of us. May God continue to bless you and yours. And here's the deal. We got a little place up on Pelican. If I see at the lake, any lake, buy me a beer, any beer, as long as it's cold. I'm not picky. Anything will do. Really, I'll drink anything. Better yet, I'll buy you a beer. Trust me, I'm a weatherman. Hey, have a great weekend. Have a great life. See you up at the lake. Closing time.